Hey, this is Hillary Crowley from the Good Energy Healing Show. Welcome back. Uh, today I'm going to talk about scarcity. A uh, pretty fun topic, actually, because we're so upside down, um, put so much pressure on ourselves because we're fundamentally stuck in this pattern of scarcity and it is reinforced in every aspect of our life. But when I work with energy work and energy healing, scarcity um, really takes hold of us in ways that we're not always aware of because, as I said, it's so foundational. Um, and so, as usual, I want to start with a fun story. I was with my cousin on eastern Long Island about a month ago. Beautiful area. Uh, abundance, actually. We had abundantly good sunlight. Um Lots of beautiful open land uh, out there on eastern Long Island. There are places where the houses themselves are sort of the statues of wealth and abundance and things we think about when we think about uh, sort of the opposite of scarcity, um, which I want to talk about what is the opposite of scarcity. And so she took me out for a beautiful, delicious breakfast and as we got back into the car, I said, I just couldn't, I didn't have it in me to wrestle with you too much about the check because when I offered to pay, you said no. And I said, it's early. You drink coffee. I don't. Yeah, you were 10 steps ahead of me. And she told me this cool story as we drove down this beautiful road that taught her about scarcity and abundance. And the story was that she had a friend who once said, hey, if I want to give you something it's because I want to give you something. I, I, and I found that you have a lot of trouble receiving gifts from me. And I think it will help you if you know that while you're saying no to the gift or please don't pay for this or please don't do this for me, you're also taking from away from me even more because the act of gifting, giving, sharing, um, is actually a, a thing that, that fills us up as individuals. And we need another person in order to give fully. We need to have a partner in the exchange to say, let me give and share and all this beautiful stuff. And so if your partner, uh, let's think of it as a dance partner, says, uh, no, thank you, but no thank you. I don't want this beautiful gift you're giving me. Um, you'll find yourself kind of leaving that relationship in a, a, a tanglement um, so that the flow of back and forth and receiving and giving. And, and so here's the thing. Um, that's why we have words like thank you. That's why we have smiles. That's why we have genuine, genuine expressions of gratitude. Not so that we can always feel like one is taking and one is giving and one is thanking and one is, you know, trying to figure out what the next gift is going to be. Just we all have different ways of sharing in our abundance. And so I really wanted to um, think about uh, scarcity being literally, in this case, the first cousin to receiving. I have a trouble with the word receiving, I think, because of that I and the E thing. Anyone who knows me knows that I, I love language, but I struggle with it too. Every single time I'm with a client and I write down the word receiving, which comes up on a weekly basis because it'll be something, uh, some kind of energy block is related to not receiving. I, I'm all, I always write my notes pen and paper and, um, you know, so there's no autocorrect when you're dealing with a pen and a piece of paper. 
And I'm like, what is it? Is it I before E, except after C, except with what other words? Well, okay, receiving is one of those words that is that cute little poem. Receiving is where I before E, except after C, and receiving has a C. So R-E-C-E-I-V-E or E-I-V-I-N-G, receiving. Um, I don't know why I needed to give you that vocabulary test, but those of us out there listening with the intuitive brains, maybe we all have a little bit of um, issues like I do with words and order and so forth. Uh, I was talking this morning with a friend about that, where I might not know uh, many languages, but I'm able to access a part of my brain that's sort of beyond or before language. And um, so I've got to give myself a break there. Um, But I thought, you know, the word receiving is even as I wrote it down, I was like, I got to check the dictionary again. And so I figured I'd add that to my podcast. Receiving is one of those beautiful words, the I before E, except after C, and the C is there. Um, So believing in scarcity um, is a belief that there's a pie and that pie is, you know, served to you. It's served on the table. And at the table could be two people, 100,000 people, 9 billion people. But there's one pie and we all need to share. So that is a model of limitation. And as beautiful as the circle of the pie is because it's circular and it can be sliced in infinite ways, as we slice it becomes less and less and less. I do not have the answer exactly for how infinity works. Um, I do not have an answer for why some people are gifted with one thing and some people are not gifted with the other, whether that might be money, abundance, places of living, and so forth. But I will tell you at the end of the day, in the energy world, we have very little things that quantify materialistically. We have health. We have love. We have our approach to what we consider to be healthy. Um, Some of the healthiest people I have ever worked with have had um, uh, daily um, struggles with a disability or a disease. Um, That doesn't seem to take away from their abundance and their deeper peace. Uh, I know a lot of great thought leaders are out there talking about what truly brings happiness because we can have these formulas of happiness happiness, and there's sort of nothing worse than following the bad formula, taking years and decades into the formula of what brings us happiness and peace only to find out that uh, none of it adds up because we don't actually live in a pie chart. We live in something that is uncalculable in terms of um, the range to which we can see the world. So look at the word scarcity itself. Do you see the word scared in it? I do. Um, So let's really think about flowing to the opposite of scarcity. And I'm going to say that the easy ways to talk about the opposite of scarcity is gratitude. It's generosity. It's abundance. it's, it's, It's a fundamentally beautiful wealth. But really, I think the opposite of scarcity is peace. Now, peace is that, that, that element that we strive for. 
And I'll tell you that where there isn't peace is when you're thinking into the future with a with a sense of worry or anxiety, or you're thinking into the past with a sense of regret, remorse, um, or depression. So peace is really looking at the moment without the lens of scarcity and noticing that we do not feel scared. So how do we achieve this? I don't have the answer, um, but I do have case study after case study after case study. And sometimes through the way the human body communicates to me in energy healing, I can um, get hints on the answer. So one of the things is that scarcity um, is related to what we would call the first chakra. And in the first chakra, that's how we connect to the tribe. So if you're if you go back to that story I started with the picture of the table and the pie, and everybody's sitting at the table with one pie. How are we all feeling about each other when we're hungry? And maybe that's not like a fancy little dessert after a feast. That is the only food. That's scarcity right there. Now let's imagine that your tribe is big and beautiful and full of love, but it's big. It's a big tribe. And that pie is just a pie that has to fit on a table. And so now you think, as much as I love my brother or sister next to me, my neighbor, my friend, my coworker, we got a pie there. We got to split it. And the less that's available for that slice is the less that's available to another tribe that I belong to, which would be my children, my grandchildren, my dependents, the ones who I watch over, my passions, the people I want to give money to, the organizations I want to give money to. So then we have overlapping scarcity. So I say, I'm not really fighting for that pie just for myself, for my brother and sister. I'm fighting for my grandchildren, for my people, for my passion projects. That pie becomes a center of turmoil. And some wise person needs to walk into the room and say, I don't have the answer. I don't know what the shape of the pie is going to be, but I'm going to take this pie and I'm going to throw it out the window. Because if you're looking for what you're looking for, which is far greater than something that we consume, which is why the pie metaphor works so well, but something that we live by, that we breathe by, there is where we find the peace. There is where we get to celebrate. So I want you to think of the party of sitting around the table, okay? And I want you to think of something other than uh, something shared other than a pie. So if we were to be sitting around a table and the most beautiful music came on that everyone enjoyed, just lifted them up. If I listen to that music, does that take the music away from the person next to me? If I devour that music, does that, does that mean that that music won't be available for generations to come? So I want you to think for today in this beautiful little piece about scarcity being our indicator that it's time to turn our back on pretending that we're hungry for a piece of pie and turn our ears and our hearts upward and think more about 
that which we can truly share. And music is a beautiful metaphor for that because as you transform your mind um, away from anything that's limiting, you will be able to transform your entire world and all your relationships around you. I've been challenged quite a bit lately about thinking more abundantly, thinking more about worthiness, and thinking more about how I can um, share in the uh, wealth, the true wealth of energy, healing, and time and attention to the the more beautiful aspects of life. And um, I'm being challenged to say, take your piece of the pie. And I can only take my piece of the pie if it's not really a pie of scarcity. It needs to be a part of a greater piece and a greater joy. Otherwise, I am not doing my work. I'm not doing my life's purpose. And I really want everyone, whether you're sitting at a desk at work or doing the dishes or wherever you are, I want you to think about material goods as simply that, material goods that serve in the dimension of taking care of yourself in your day. I do not want you to think about it as as goods that serve you on a higher level in terms of um, filling you with happiness, peace, a sense of well-being. Those things come on a form that cannot be quantified. So as I leave today, I just want to remind you that the opposite of scarcity is peace. And challenge yourself because scarcity is... Well, challenge yourself to notice how many times a day you're thinking about scarcity in your transactions of your day. And then say some of that is necessary. Some of that is part of the the living in the in the physical world. But most of it is a thought pattern that we're ready to to release. So don't be scared by scarcity. Allow yourself to dive into gratitude, generosity, and ultimately find your your greatest wealth in peace and i wish you well for the rest of your day as i uh, go forward in honoring the time and attention that you took i very much appreciate it and um just trying to stay away from any kind of scarcity thinking is what i find is um is how is how we live and know that the more you have to share the more you have to go around and the more you bring people to your table without the pie at it, whether you're an office uh, manager, a CEO, uh, a parent, um, a child, the more you share and you don't allow the limiting images of pie charts and scarcity and taking your slice to go any further into your life, the more joy you'll experience and the more health you'll experience. Have a wonderful day, and thanks for tuning in to the Good Energy Healing Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit like and subscribe, and we will see you the next time.